forever. Dog. Gather around and get cozy. Listen to sketch comedy. Funny setups and situations to spark your imagination. Fools, put your hands together for the illest rap trio out of Brooklyn. Give it up for Sean, Sean, and Sean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, how you doing, Los Angeles County fan? Well, I'm Sean. I'm Sean. And I'm Sean. And we're Sean, Sean, and Sean. And we're going to hit you with some dope rap. Now get ready, LA County fan. Drop that beat. Yeah. My name is Sean and I'm here to say I spell my name with an E and also with an A I don't spell it with an H-A And you nor spell it with an H-A-W-U Yo, yo, I'm Sean, spell with five letters Between you and W, the W's better Between me and these two MCs here spitting My name is the most phonetically written Guess what, bitches? My name's Sean too Between the S and the N is the H-A-U If you don't remember the spelling that I said Just remember Edgar Wright's Sean of the Dead <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, y'all feeling this? You can find that track on our latest album He's the Sean, I'm the Sean And that's Sean too An album that Pitchfork gave a 2.5 out of 10 Saying that all we do on the album Is break down the differences in our names Yeah, yeah, now we're gonna slow it down for y'all real quick And get into some of that baby making music Hit it! Got this real fine girl, she's an 8.5 Her legs are so high, her thighs touching the sky She pulls me into bed, rests her head and says Sean, you so good to me Then my friend jumps in Did you mean me? Cause I'm Sean too With a different spelling, my name has a U Don't get confused if you meant to make love With a different one of us, I understand the mix-up Hey girl, choose me, their names are too long Mine's only four letters, it's the best one Five when four works, that's just snobbery I'm Sean, spelled just like who? Sean Connery Ignore Sean, phonetically it should be seen I'm Sean with the best spelling and the best bean And ignore that Sean, man, he'll just trouble you He's only got a single U. I got a double U. <laughs> you can find that track on our new LP, which is just full of 45-second rap songs. Famed hip-hop magazine XXL praised it, calling it an album. The source said, I'm not sure who the intended audience is, but it isn't us. Well, Sean Heads and Seanettes, it's time to switch it up and get real serious. It was tough out here. The cops are shooting unarmed civilians who are just trying to live their lives. But these three Shawns got a little something to say about it. 
Driving down the street in our brand new car, doing 60 in a 50 down the boulevard. Red and blue flashes, it's the police, so we pull over to the right side of the street. The cop waddles over, he shows us his gun, tells us better not move or try to run. Your name's Sean. well what I really need is for you to break down the name's etymology. Our names are variations of an Irish translation of the name John, which is the Latin form of Loanus, which was a Greek name derived from the Hebrew name meaning Yahweh is gracious. Now that's true. Down on the ground, do you want to die today? If not, then explain the H before the A. Well, the first letter is pronounced with lenition, but since printed type, this is now represented by the letter H. Hence the name Sean. Now, why'd you pull us over? We ain't do nothing wrong. I just wanted to know some good Sean facts. Yeah! Yeah! Now go pick up the new album Rolling Stone Calls, a rap version of a Wikipedia article. Repetitive and not fun to listen to. Spin Magazine said the beats are clearly from other, more prolific rap songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my name's not actually Sean, it's Kevin, but they forced me to change it so they could have a group together. Stop him. Get him, get him, get him, get him, get him, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm Danny. I just moved into the hotel. We know. Our mummy said we should come play with you. Would Would you like like to play a game? What kind of game? Well, we can go into one of the old hotel rooms and let me tell him. And we go play by a big shattered window and stop! Let me talk! And then we pretend to leap to our deaths. Or maybe we don't pretend. Calliope! Stop copying me! You are so annoying. I am not. You are. You are so annoying. You are so annoying. You are so annoying! Should I go? No, wait. We want to play. Let's have some fun together. Let us tell you a joke. Okay, I love jokes. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, I say knock knock. You, you say, say who's, who's there. there. Knock knock. Who's there? No, I say knock knock. You say who's there. I can just say who's there. That would solve the problem. Shut up! We're sorry. Let's not fight. We want to be friends forever and ever and ever. Um, okay. What do you want me to do? We haven't gotten to show you the hotel ballroom. They say ghosts live there. Really? That's awesome. Many people have gone into the hotel ballroom. Let me say it. Let me say it! Many people have gone into the ballroom, but not many have come out. They say horrible accidents can happen in the ballroom, especially to little boys. But not at me! I want to tell him about the accidents. No, I do! Stop poking me! Don't touch me! Don't touch me! I'm I'm not not touching you. you. I'm holding my finger an inch from your face. That means I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Why are you hitting yourself? Why are you hitting yourself? I'm not. Stop it. Quit it. Quit it. Quit it. You're a slut. You're adopted. I hate you. Are you trying to be creepy? Because you would be if you just stopped arguing all the time. Ugh. 
I'm out of here. See? We We've lost another one. This is your fault. My fault? Ugh. I hate being demon twins with you. Prosecution has called Rod Hardcastle to the stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yeah. Now, Mr. Hardcastle, how are you involved with the Penobscot Riverdam project? I was the chief engineer in charge of design and chief overseer of production. So you were the boss? Yeah. And Mr. Hardcastle, have you always been an engineer? Um, for two months in grad school, I did adult film voiceovers for lady porn stars. And just for everyone's edification, exactly how many pornographic films did you do voiceover for uh, during that two-month period? Oh, geez. Um, it was a lot. Um, somewhere around 1.5 million. Oh. it's hmm. a lot. Now, the Penobscot, pretty powerful river, right? Yeah. And do you think that it was a good idea to build a dam on it? Uh, could you please repeat the question? Should we have built a dam on the Penobscot River? Yeah. Interesting. As the expert, how would you describe the Penobscot Dam? So big! Great, thank you. Now, who financed the dam project? Well, it was a mix of private investors, federal grants, and... Who gave you the money to build the dam? My daddy! He gave it to me so hard! Interesting. And can you describe the events of May 11th, 2016? Yeah! The dam was operating at full efficiency, but then... But then the dam burst! And tell me, Rod, did you get wet? So wet! I'm sorry for your pain, but I need to know. Did it burst anywhere in particular? Objection! Leading the witness to a gross thing. I'll allow it because I like where this is going. Sir, when the dam burst, did it burst anywhere in particular? Uh, on your back? Your chest? Did it burst all over your face? Uh, it, it burst on the city, remember? All those people died? Oh, no, no, that's, that's not what I expected. Yeah. Tell me, is there anything you could have done? I, I should have made it harder. A harder material? Like what, limestone? Harder. Artificial stone? Harder. Steel plate concrete mesh? Yeah. But someone wouldn't let you. Who? Who wouldn't let you? Daddy. Your daddy wanted the dam to burst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rod Hardcastle Sr. stood to collect a lot of money from the insurance on that dam. Yeah. That's it. I've heard enough. This court finds you guilty <gasps> of making us too horny. <laughs> I'm sorry, I misspoke. I sentenced you to death. No. Radio Shorts. Recorded Books is proud to present the Pimsleur Language Program the world's most effective method for teaching foreign languages. By using the Pimsleur Language Program, you will find that learning to speak a language has never been easier. Listen to Evita as she asks you a question in Spanish. Hola, señor. ¿Habla usted español? She's asking whether you speak Spanish. Tell her in English, No, I don't speak Spanish. No, I don't speak Spanish. Tell Evita, No, I don't speak it at all. No, I don't speak it at all. Tell her, I only speak English. I only speak English. Say to Evita, that's the only language I know. That's the only language I know. Tell her in English, I know what I want to say to you, but I don't know how to say it in your language. I know what I want to say to you, but I don't know how to say it in your language. 
Televita, it's a frustrating situation. It's a frustrating situation. It looks like Evita wants to ask you another question. She says, ¿No hablas algo de español? Do you speak any Spanish at all? Say to her, no. To reiterate, I don't speak Spanish. No. To reiterate, I don't speak Spanish. Say to her in English, I wish I did, but I don't. I wish I did, but I don't. Televita, anyway. Anyway. Ask Evita, do you speak English? Do you speak English? Evita doesn't respond. Tell her, I said, do you speak English? I said, do you speak English? Evita doesn't respond. Shrug your shoulders and say, I guess not. I guess not. Evita asks you another question. Por favor, ¿puede tratar de hablar en español? Please, can you try to speak Spanish? Say to Evita in English, now give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Now, say to her in Spanish, ¿Puede decirme cómo llegar al Museo Nacional de Arte? Uh, ¿Puedo decirme cómo llegar al Museo Nacional de Arte? Evita responds, Yo no entiendo. I don't understand. This is the end of Unit 1 of Pimsleur's Speak and Read Essential Spanish 1. I did a good job. Radio Shorts <laughs> It's fucking great to see you again, Chris. Fuck yeah, dude. It's been too long since we hung out, man. I saw your name on Facebook and I was like, oh shit, it's Chris. How the fuck have you been, dude? Dude, fucking awesome, man. I'm psyched for this Everclear show. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, still living with y'all. Goes. <laughs> dude, 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 remember that time we all drove like nine hours to go to that one concert in Delaware? Oh, that show kicked ass, man. <laughs> Blind Smash Mouth. Melon. <laughs> dude, it was Smash Mouth. No way, bro. Blind Melon. <laughs> Whatever. I was so high that trip. Yeah. I do remember we got pulled over and Steve was shrooming his ass off. Who? Stevie, dude. Short Steve, dreadlocks, ratty cargo pants. Are we thinking of the same dude? I thought Chad was with us. Chad? Def Chad? Nah, dude, Stevie. He puked up shrooms and french fries all in that Korean chick's hair. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. If you say so, dude. I did. Yo, remember Joey fishing his phone out of that porta potty? <laughs> what? Yeah, it had his like, weed dealer's number on it. Fucking classic Joey Hanson, man. <laughs> Do you mean Jake Hanson? Who? Jake Hanson. Billabong visor, surfer jams. Wanted us to call him the dude, like in the Big Lebowski, but <laughs> nobody did. No, no, dude. That guy's name was Greg Larson. Bong hit Greg. It, it, Greggy Larson? No, he was that guy with the long, thin hair. Huh? Really afraid of birds. Like, if a bird flew nearby, he'd get all freaked out and run inside. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I do not remember that dude at all. What? Are you sure? We made fun of Greggy, like, all the fucking time. I don't know, <laughs> man. But we should take a road trip this summer. Oh, hells yeah. <laughs> on the road again. Just, just can't, can't wait to get, get on, on the road again. <laughs> Yo, we should visit Joey Randall. Who? Do you mean Joe Randolph? No, Joey Randall, our old roommate, dude. He'd been like every chick at Ithaca State. <laughs> Ithaca College, bro. Huh? We went to Ithaca College, bro. Ithaca State was across the river. Oh, come on, man. Don't be a douche. Ithaca <laughs> College is for pussies. 
you're Chris Daniels, right? Danielson. Quit fucking around, man. I'm Chris Danielson. You're Tim Harper. Road trip. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Harmon. Tim Harmon. Wait, you're Tim. You're Tim, man. You have to be Tim. I dated your fucking sister, man. No, no you didn't. I don't know who the fuck you are, but you sure as fuck did not date my sister. Then who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I should have seen it. Chris would never drive a fucking Volvo. Dude, what'd you do with Tim, huh? Where the fuck is Tim? What? Where the fuck is Chris? Wait, look out for that car! It's Chris! Greggy Larson, dude. Really afraid of birds? Fuck, in that other car! Tim! Dude! Tim! Chris! Tim! And now, Bernadette Peters runs errands. Thank you. Have a good day. Next. I'm here to cash this check. Oh, my God. Are you Bernadette Peters? <laughs> yes. I'm Bernadette Peters, Broadway legend. Here's my autograph, but I'm in a huge rush. Oh, well, okay. Um, We'll get you in and out. I've waited so long to cash this check. Today, someday, this year, next year, autumn, winter. I just need your debit card. Every time I come to this bank, it takes so long and I have no idea why. Well, you're singing this a lot. This lady's gonna help me out. Gonna help me uh, with all of this. The check, miss? Yes, here's the check. But next time I come in, I hope you work a bit faster. Okay, thank you. And uh, here's your cash back. Well, goodbye. Bernadette Peters left the bank. She had lots of errands to run that summer day, but three things were to be collected before the sun set. Next, she headed to the farmer's market. Can I help you? Yes, I'm Bernadette Peters, Broadway legend. Here's my autograph, but I'm in a huge rush. Okay. Artichokes, artichokes, put them in the bag. Did you bring your own bag, or would you like to buy one for 10 cents? I'm Bernadette Peters. I can't carry my own bags. What if I need to be on stage? Fine, I'll take a bag, but be quick about it. What would you like? Elephant kale, dinosaur kale, lacinato, scotch green, red Russian kale, zucchini, squash, and cantaloupe, calling on my name, basil, thyme, and watermelon. I need them just the same. Quick, put them in the bag. Oh, quick, I'm in a hurry, please. Oh, I'm in too big of a rush. Just give me all the veggies you have. Oh, you're all set. Just take them. And next time I'm here, I hope you work a bit faster. Bernadette left that farmer's market with too many veggies. You see, she did not understand that it was her own self that was slowing her down. Look, a homeless man. Oh, I'm not homeless. I was homeless once. Just a kid in New York City. The only thing in my pockets were two cents a jelly bean and the need to perform. I was sleeping backstage at the Bauhaus Theater. I'm not homeless. I'm waiting for my ballet. I don't have time to hear your sob story. I'm in a... Oh, just take my veggies. Oh. I don't want these dirty vegetables. Bernadette had one last task to complete, and then the curse, the curse of being a famous person who has to run their own errands, would be lifted. There it is. Sunny day dry cleaners. I'm in a huge rush to pick up my black evening gowns. Oh, you're just in time. We're closing in just a few moments. Oh, that's fine. I'm in a big hurry. Where are you going? 
to the top of the stairs so I can make another entrance. Where are the gowns? Send in the gowns. We're closing soon. We better hurry then, boys. I always carry chorus, boys. Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground. You in it Seriously, we have to close at five. Where are the gowns? Send in the gowns. I'm Bernadette Peters, Broadway legend. Here's my autograph, but I'm in a huge rush. We're closed. No one is there, but where are the gowns? There ought to be gowns. Well, maybe next year. Uh, Just put the deadbolt on. I gotta go. Tony Ward winning, bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, flowers that I'm throwing at myself. The end. Radio Shorts. Don Pierre gripped her slender frame as it quaked in orgasmic ecstasy. Oh, Consuela, I love you. Don Pierre moaned, and with that, Consuela finally had her answer. Hmm. Oh my god, Rachel, that was so good. Thanks, Brian. I, I had a lot of fun writing it. <laughs> Guys, this erotic writing group was such a great idea. I'm loving this. Totally! I'm having so much fun! <laughs> well, Tim, it, it looks like you're up. Oh, uh, actually, you know what, you guys? You can skip me. I think I did the assignment wrong, so... Oh, no, no, Tim, there's no right or wrong here. So, please, go ahead. Uh, Alright, let me just get my notebook here. Right. <sighs> it was Tim's fourth date with Martha, and he figured it was time to do the deed. First person. <laughs> he liked her, and more importantly, she did not seem turned off by Tim. Oh, I see. Are you Tim? Is the story about you? I mean, uh, you know what, guys? Like, you can just skip me because I can go next week once no, I, you know. No, Tim. Yeah. Come on. Th- you're an artist. You are an artist. Don't you yeah. forget that. We want to hear it. You really think so, Rachel? <laughs> I do. Uh, Come on. All right. So Tim lit a bunch of candles in his apartment and cooked some cheese and spinach mini quiches for them to eat. Ding dong went the doorbell. Tim was nervous. He had not had sex in over a year. Or, I mean, he hadn't, it had been a bit, and it was a year. We cut to 10 p.m. The quiche had been a success and the wine was working. Tim and Martha were sitting on the couch, French kissing. (laughs) It had been his grandmother's couch and Tim felt awkward getting busy on it, but he was not about to tell Martha this. He already had her hands rummaging around inside his jeans. Ah, rummaging, okay. I hope you know what you're doing down there, Tim joked, but it sounded more scared than funny. Cut to the bedroom, where Martha had just removed her blouse to reveal a black, lacy bra. God, Tim wished Martha would take her bra off herself so he wouldn't have to tangle with it. I broke all my fingers, he lied. Can't you take your own bra off just this one night? Martha obliged, begrudgingly. Uh. The next part is kind of a blur because Tim had his eyes closed and was thinking about work stuff to cool his jets so he wouldn't ejaculate prematurely. Jesus. It's been a problem in the past. But when he opened them, holy shit, Martha was naked and on top of him. I'm not kidding, Brian. 
Oh my god, Tim thought. This feels amazing. And it was, you guys. It was amazing. Keep it, keep staying it. Tim thought he should probably be doing something with his hands right about now, so he reached up towards Martha's tummy and gave it an affectionate squeeze. Martha did not enjoy that one bit. She smacked away his hands and glared at him with a look so ferocious that he shriveled up and slipped right out of her. My penis, I mean. Martha stormed out, leaving a naked Tim to ponder what could have been had he not fucked it up, like he always does. Martha was gone. The night was over. So Tim picked up his notebook from the side table and he wrote the whole thing down. Because it was the assignment for his very first Thursday Sex Story Club. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I messed the assignment up, you guys. We, we know. know. I thought we were supposed to write about the last time we had sex, and then there would be, like, encouragement and some pointers. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would pointers, if you had pointers? Uh, uh, join another club, perhaps. Yeah, yeah get some maybe. Friends. Sure. Okay, I'll join it. I'll just join get another outdoors. club. I'll just get kicked out by your club and join another club. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Kelly, what, would you like to read? Radio <laughs> the Obion County Police is prepared to make a statement on the incident at 1204 Lakewood Drive. At 315, the OCPD discovered the resident Richard Wilson dead in his home. Wilson was sent to Obion General where an autopsy will determine the cause of death. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Officer Lampazzoni, did his death have anything to do with the bees? It should also be mentioned that Wilson's house was engulfed in thousands of bees. But until the autopsy returns, we can't declare a cause of death. Do you suspect the bees? Samantha, I know you want your headline, but we just can't say. I'm not letting the Tice pick a you and burn me again. But yes, we are looking at thousands of bees. You know, it sounds like bees. Kevin, we just can't say. It sure seems like it was bees. Listen, none of us can be sure of that. Was Wilson allergic to bees? We suspected that he was. Was he stung by the thousands of bees? Many times, across the face, the back, upper thighs, and buttocks, and also everywhere else. So he was covered in bee stings. Thousands of bee stings. Yet you can't determine the cause of his death. Drop the tone. Until Dr. Harrison delivers her autopsy report, we just can't say. I don't want to open up the paper and read Big Mouth Cop Blames Bees. Well, what other factors could have played a role in Wilson's death? (sighs) Well, this is all we know. Wilson's body was extremely swollen, and he's been hospitalized for bee stings before. His arm still had hundreds of tiny stingers sticking out, and the room reeked of what I assume is bee neurotoxin. Well, what was he doing just before his death? Neighbors said he was attacking a hive of some sort. Well, if you say it's not the bees... Which I'm not saying, but also not not saying. Write that down. Well, then could he have maybe killed himself with a bunch of small bee stingers or something? Unlikely. We found his journal and he was very happy. We also found a note by his body pleading to get to hospital, need doctor. Bees. So many bees. But without a forensic analysis of the note, we may never know what hospital means. Do you think he meant hospital? It's definitely a possibility, but we just don't know. He meant hospital. Allegedly. He meant hospital and he died from bee stings. Let us report the bee sting murder. Everyone's already calling it that. All right, stop, stop. Here, I wasn't going to do this, but if it'll shut you up, we have a security camera video of the seconds before his death. (laughs) See, could have been anything. I think it was bees. 
Thanks for coming into the recording studio. Deb McGovern. Oh, what an honor to work with you. I am so excited to be working on Windsor Waterworks ad campaign. It was my favorite water park growing up. Hey, me too. Making jingles for local businesses is low pressure, high High fun. (laughs) There we go. Here's the real original regional version from the 90s. I remember this. Yeah. Gonna get wet. (laughs) Oh, key change there. Yeah. Keeps going. There we go. Windsor Water. Gonna get wet. Hey, what am I singing along for? (laughs) All right, here we go. Now, in this version, stick to the same theme. You're gonna get wet, Mm -hmm. but feel free to improvise on top of that. You know, let's get loose. Have some fun. Got it. Got it. Okay. It's coming in the cans or? Yeah, right now. Gonna get wet. Gonna get wet, Windsor Waterworks, I'm gonna get wet. Gonna get wet, gonna get wet, Windsor Waterworks, gonna make my pussy wet. (sighs) You didn't expect me to nail it on the first try, did ya? (laughs) I'll tell you what, yeah, that was close. I can't pinpoint what, but something was a little off about it. Was I flat? No, no, no. No? You know what? Okay. It was the pussy line. Huh. Let's try it without the pussy. It's kind of lewd. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks, I'm gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks, gonna make my vagina soap and wet. Okay. I like that one more. I didn't say pussy, did I? No, but... You did say vagina. Oh my god, I did, didn't I? Hey, we all get it, all right? We've all made vaginas sopping wet. Oh, <laughs> we sure have. Gonna get wet, gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks, I'm gonna get wet. Gonna get wet, gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks gonna make my menorah wet. I'm not talking about my Hanukkah menorah, but my labia. That'll be a drip a dropping wet for eight days. Uh. Woo! <sighs> I am loving the Semitism, but how about this? Think about being with your dad going down a slide. You know, focus on that. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> <clears throat> Gonna get wet, gonna get wet, Windsor Waterworks, I'm gonna get wet. (laughs) Gonna get wet, gonna get wet, Windsor Waterworks, Daddy, I'm so wet. Teach me a lesson, I've been naughty, Daddy. Whoa, whoa, wet. Wait, did you mean dad is in biological father or dad is in daddy? Biological. Exactly. Hey, don't judge me. Whoa, whoa, I'm not. You know, I love what you're doing, all right? But this time, you weren't born with a vagina. No vagina. What's behind the va- Nope, or a butt, you little sneakster. (laughs) Hey, I'll tell you what, you don't even know what those things mean. Those are my two favorite things. It's hard to imagine, but I'll try. 
Also, you don't need to sing the beginning of the song every time. Yes, I do. Hey, you're the talent. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks, I'm gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Gonna get wet. Windsor Waterworks gonna make my boobies wet. I'm wearing a white t-shirt so everybody can see. Thank you, Yahweh up above for blessing me with these breasts. I'm lactating chlorinated water and all the daddies wanna sip. Let me quench your thirst with my damn titties. Squish, squish, squish. Oh, and here are two words I just made up pussy and butt <sighs> wow those really are your two favorite things oh what did you expect i'm a triple threat triple threat i'm a singer i have a pussy and a butt <laughs> she is good All right, Teen Vogue editors, amazing issue last month. We're doing an incredible job at using our platform to take down politics. What do we got for this month? Side-by-side facts that Trump did worse with Hurricane Harvey than Bush did with Katrina. Love it. Perry? I interview the Trump voters who finally got back to me about regretting voting for him. Love it. We're going to get him because Teen Teen Vogue Vogue is is the resistance. resistance. I have a pitch. Six ways to flaunt your tits in gym class. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Great to be back. I'm sorry. Who are you? Sandra Greenwood, Teen Vogue Field sex reporter for the past 22 years. I run the sex column Undercover and Under the Covers, giving sex tips that teens don't even know they need. Uh, You must know my articles. Uh, The five types of dicks you'll suck at a state school? Uh, Six ways to get cum out of your braces. Uh, 22 ways to get into his ass. Before, there were only four. I thought we stopped publishing those articles. We did. We replaced that column with the weekly tracker of Trump's approval rating. Weren't you fired? Nope. I'm still on the payroll. Probably because I fuck my mailman. Yeah, that cannot be why. Anyway, I'm back in the city for my asshole brother's funeral, and I thought I'd come into the office for once and pitch you my shit. (laughs) Okay, let's see, what do we got here? Ooh, how to embrace your desperate side. Uh, Newsflash, ladies, the new doggy style is ferret style. (laughs) 14 crafty ways to figure out the size of your stepdad's dick. Christ. It's rude to ask. Uh, Sandra, listen... What you're pitching is stuff we used to do, but now with Trump, we take journalism much more seriously. Yeah, Teen Vogue is going to be the publication that takes him down. We're We're the the resistance! resistance. I do take it seriously. I fucked nothing but Tibetans for six months for my article, The Six Mile High Club, my time at Everest Base Camp, tongue-bathing Sherpa taints. Well, Sandra, our magazine's evolved. We're living in troubling times. Cops are killing innocent black people. Natural disasters are ravaging our country. We're on the brink of several wars. The carefree days of Teen Vogue writing about just sex are gone. Now it's all journalists on deck to inform the world. And also, get Trump. We're We're the resistance! resistance. 
Well, ain't that a crick in my dick? No matter. I'm a professional writer, and I'm very adaptable. This is no problem for me. I can write about all kinds of stuff. Uh, I've got current events. Uh, let me see here. Okay. Uh, this is just... Okay. All right. This is some old popcorn here. What do we... All right. That's just a pre-used condom. Ah, here we go. Ah, what the CIA doesn't want you to know about stimulating the colon. Pass. Irma, Harvey, and you? The best threesome positions to get you wet. No, pass. Uh, what else? Uh, ooh, inside Trump Jr.'s secret Russian meeting. Um, no, wait, what's that one? Trump Jr.'s secret Russian meeting? My fan fiction about Trump Jr. giving me that lumpy D. Oh, okay. Meeting is spelled M-E-A-T. No, I, I get it, Sandra. Um, you're off payroll. We don't want your type of thing anymore. We're- the resistance? Let me tell you something about resistance. Back in my day, a resistance didn't have to be obvious. The resistance could be a horny 18-year-old girl in a repressed Texas town looking to embrace her sexuality instead of hiding it. So she'd come to us, to me, to learn about coming in general. We didn't deal in politicking. We dealt in double-dicking. Cop brutality? More like cock brutality. The DACA? Well, that just stood for dick ass cock ass. And North Korea? That was just the home of my ex-husband Kim Jong-un. Wait, is that true? Would you consider writing about your ex-husband for us as freelance? Sorry, doll. Nothing to write about. Old Kim could never get those missiles to fire. He <laughs> uh, shot blanks. Mm. Liquid, but uh, no jizz. A pool, but no swimmers. Mm -hmm. He had uh, peeny problems. I think we understand. Radio Shorts. SS Infinity cruise ship to Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm your cruise ship singer, Starla Summers, and I've been singing on this deck for nine hours straight. No breaks. <laughs> and my skin is literally burning off my body. This girl is on fire. Now, Gloria Glamour, if you're out there, please come and relieve me. She's got her head in the clouds. She's burning it down. This girl is on fire. I'm talking about me. I am on fire. This is a cry for help. But enough about me. Does anyone in the audience have any sunscreen? Blankets? Hats? One hat. Anybody with a hat? Oh, I'll come to you. Yay! Oh, mama's got a brand new hat. Everything hurts to the touch, Jesus. Can't wear a hat. All right, never mind. That is the most pain. This scalp is on. Well, you get what I'm doing. How are you guys enjoying the cruise? Huh? Now, let's not forget the SS Infinity is your destination cruise ship and ranked in the top 
five shrimp face in the Western Hemisphere for a cruise ship. Thank you, Time Magazine! Yay! Oh, I'm gonna sit down. Cause baby, I'm feeling dizzy. <laughs> ah! How did my asshole get burned? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, how about a joke? Here we go. If I don't die of an intense sunburn today, I will definitely develop a bottom melanoma. Or at the very least, basal cell carcinoma, cause skin cancer runs in my family. Who wants a conga line? You sir, come on up. Yeah, let's start a conga line. Hands right on the shoulders there. the fuck? Who the fuck? Yeah, and we're back. <laughs> you know what it is. It's like I woke up in the middle of surgery and I can feel all the pain. Yeah. <laughs> okay, enough about me. I hear we have a corporate team from you on board today. Can you give me a hey, Starla? Hey, Starla! Yeah, and we got the Bumpkin family from the back hills of Georgia on deck. Can I get a hey, Starla? Hey, Starla! <laughs> yeah! Now, are there any doctors or nurses on board? Because I'm I'm pretty deep in heat stroke here. I'm smelling burnt toast. Come on, doctor, doctor. Give me the news. I got a bad case of loving you. Come on, a bad case of skin. Peeling right off my body here. Woo! I'm feeling kind of shaky here. I don't know how much time I have here. But more importantly, we have some newlyweds on board today. Yes, we do. We got some newlyweds. No, I'll come to you. Diane, this goes out to you from Richard. Just gonna walk right off the stage here. Oh, that is a drop! A three-foot drop! Down off the lip of the stage, okay. Is for the way you look at me. Oh, is for the only one. I'm so sad. <laughs> I thought I would be with my family when I died. <laughs> Happy marriage. Good night forever. I am so excited for you guys to finally meet my boyfriend, Mark. Well, I can't imagine he's good enough for you, Eleanor. No one is. Oh, stop it, Stephen. If our Eleanor loves him, we will love him, too. Oh, that must be him. Well, at least he's punctual. Mom? Dad? This is Mark. Hi. Oh, hi, Mark. It's nice to meet you. Yes, it's... I'm sorry, are you wearing a dog cone? <laughs> oh, God, oh sorry. <laughs> I've gotten so used to it, I forget I'm wearing it sometimes. Oh, me too. Okay, it's not a big deal. He just wears it to stop himself from sucking his own dick. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. What now? Oh, um, nine years ago, I was in a car accident that crushed my bottom two ribs, making it insanely easy for me to suck my own dick. I would waste hours every day. But... 
Thanks to this cone, I have time for what's really important. Like my charity work with Bolivian refugees. Well, isn't that nice? Really not that nice. Anyway, I hope you're hungry, Mark. I'm grilling some T-bones. Oh, I love T-bones. Hey, ow, ow, Jesus Christ. You bumped me there. Sorry, I know. I I can be real klutz, you know, because of this anti-dick-sucking cone. Well, can't you take it off? No, that's not really a good idea. Eleanor, it's it's okay. I've gone seven months without an incident. I think I can resist sucking my own dick in front of your parents for a couple hours. (laughs) Let me just take this off. Ah, see? Totally fine. Oh, no! Oh, there he goes! Oh, Mom, can you help me put the cone back on? Sure thing, sweetie! Jesus, Karen, don't go over there! He's got his dick in his mouth! Oh, no! Here we go. Uh... Wow, I'm sorry. I I thought I was stronger than that. It's okay, babe. That's why you have the cone. Right, right. Thanks. I love you. I love you. Aren't you too sweet? Oh, oh, mom, you knocked the cone off. Oh, no, so sorry. Oh, that was my bad. Come on. Oh, no, it's okay. Mark, look at me. Look at me. Okay, you're stronger than this. You don't have to suck your own dick just because you can. Oh, he put it back on himself. Oh, there you go. I'm so sorry, Mr. Thompson. I wanted to make a good impression because your daughter is so important to me, and here I am in your beautiful dining room, sucking my own dick. It's all right, sweetie. I know meeting your girlfriend's parents can be a nerve-wracking experience. Oh, don't encourage him. He's that dick-sucking freak, and he's not good enough for our Eleanor. Look, I know I'm not a perfect man, but when I'm with your daughter, I'm a better man, and I want to spend the rest of my life with her. What? What? Is that a ring? Oh! Oh, Mark, don't take the cone off. Look, it's fine. I I can do this. I need to do this. (sighs) Eleanor Winifred Thompson. (laughs) Will... uh, Oh, oh. oh, no. Will you... uh, Marry me? Yes. Yes, of course I will. <laughs> oh my god, it's so beautiful, this ring. Oh my god, it's just like I always imagined it would be. Dad, give me a hug. Come here, honey. <laughs> Ow, my ribs. My ribs. Oh my god, now they both have these dicks in their mouth. You're right. It's incredible. Man. The year is 1876, and Alexander Graham Bell is putting the finishing touches on his brand new invention, the telephone. By God, Mr. Watson, if my adjustments were correct, this thing should work. That gizmo's going to transmit sound, Mr. Graham Bell? I don't understand how. Trust the science, Mr. Watson. Now go to the other room, pick up the receiver, and let's give this thing a go. Okay. Mr. Watson, come here. I need you. I can hear you. It works. By George, come back to this room and we'll celebrate. All right. I'll be right there. Did you hang up? Oh, I 
I was waiting for you to hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. I asked you first. (laughs) Well, let's do it at the same time. Okay, fine. One, two, three, four... You weren't going to hang up. Only because you weren't. Well, I kind of like talking to you on the telephone. Oh. (laughs) Well, I kind of like talking to you, too. (laughs) So when are we going to see each other again? Uh, when I come back into the other room in, like, five seconds. I'd like that. Me too. <gasps> okay, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Okay, hang up. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Oh, I already miss him. Is it too soon to call back? Oh, I don't want to seem needy. Alexander, you're just checking in. It's fine. You're just checking in. Cool, casual. You got this. Hello? Hey, it's me. I'm sorry, who is this? It, it's Alexander, the only other person with a telephone. <sighs> oh, hey. So, what are you doing? Um, nothing. What, uh, what are you doing? Oh, you know, just still testing out this new thing I invented. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, is... Is that it? Mr. Watson, are are we okay? Uh, I don't know. What 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 does that mean? Oh, you know. I mean, who do you think was calling before? It's almost like I don't know. It's almost like you're talking to other inventors or something. What? No. Jeez, you're being crazy. I I'm going to hang up and you're going to realize how crazy you sound. Oh, oh, now I'm crazy. The man who invented the telephone is crazy. I'm a crazy person. Did you hear that, Clark? I, 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 I'm sorry. I can't hear you. You're breaking up. I'm going through a tunnel. What? I, what? Can't. You, nothing. How is this? You. Uh. Yeah? Now you listen to me, Mr. Watson. If you don't want to be my inventing sidekick, you just let me know. No, you know it's not like that. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you with Edison right now? Listen. Hey, listen. I've got to go. The movie is starting. Phones are off. Jesus. People are looking at me. Got to go. Love you. Love you. Bye. What now? What the hell is a movie? Radio All right, guys. As you can see from this chart, these numbers are up and these numbers are down. Why does it smell like dog shit in here? It does smell like dog shit. Where is it coming from? The vents? Uh, Maybe. Or it could be coming from this bag of dog shit. That's your... That's your bag of dog shit, Randy? Yep. Then the smell might be coming from that. Yeah, the dog shit smells definitely stronger here as opposed to back over by my chair. I'd say there's a strong chance that the smell is coming from that bag. Thanks, Randy. Any other ideas? Maybe someone stepped in dog shit? Oh my god, that would be terrible. Everybody look at your shoes. Oh, okay. okay. Nope, just my feet. Mine smell bad, but I didn't step in dog shit. I didn't step in dog shit either, but I did pick some up. Put it in this bag. And carried it with me to work today. Well, we're narrowing down the field. Good work, team. Wait, I gotta say, I think the smell's coming from Randy's bag of dog shit.
Yeah, I'm beginning to lean that way too. Okay, all right, slow down, guys. I found in business, it's best to take in all the information first and then deduce the best solution. Well, did anyone bring a dog into the office today? No. 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 I own a dog. I didn't bring him with me today, but I did bring his shit right here in this bag. Now that I think about it, I also smelled dog shit earlier. Where, Dana? Well, when I was carpooling in with Randy. Aaron, you were there. Yeah, it was Dana, Randy, that bag of dog shit, and me. Yeah, and I also smelled it when I took the elevator. Randy, were you in that bag of dog shit also in the elevator? Hmm? Oh, yeah, sure was. I had it in my briefcase. <laughs> great, great. We're getting really close here, guys. Any other ideas besides Randy's bag of dog shit? Maybe someone farted? Well, that would be just rude. Did anybody fart? No. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never farted. Uh, if I may. I felt a fart when I was putting dog shit into this bag. But, you know, that was, what, hours ago? And where is that fart now? Oh, it's still inside. Hmm. Well, I think the answer is clear, guys. Let's take this meeting to the break room. Oops, almost forgot my bag of dog shit. <laughs> Radio shorts. Well, thank you everybody for coming to the Radio Shorts Benefit Concert. I'm Jason. I am Adam. And we're going to do some micro parody songs for you guys. We think everybody knows the difference between a parody and a cover, but we'll just run through it real quick. Right. Just to make sure. So just so you know, this is a cover song. This is a cover song. Yeah, that is how the song goes. It's a perfect song. It's a great song. That's the whole song. Love Collective that song. Soul. Our favorite. 90s. This right. is, this is, but this is a parody. We're doing parodies. This is what a, this is a parody. No. no. Slightly different from the original for comedic purposes. It's a fun, funny take and people love it. It's a funny take. That's what it is. That's a good way to put it. So that's what we're doing. We're doing micro parodies. And I tell you, let's get done with it quick, Adam, because I'm starving. I'm so hungry. Oh, I could eat, man. Do you want to eat? You want to get something to eat? I would love to. Oh, I got a question for you, Adam. What's that? Do you want some fries? Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, I want to eat some fries real bad, buddy. Oh, can't wait to eat that food. Me too. We can't eat it here, though. You're right. There's equipment. You know, we got stuff everywhere. We can't eat food It's here. greasy. There's electrical equipment. Plus, it's rude. You're right. It's rude. So we'll have to go to the kitchen and tell them this. Take it to go. Thank you. Yeah, we'll take it to go. We'll eat it in the car. We got to get back to Hollywood. Yeah. Plus, you know, by the time we're done with this, uh, I think it's going to be beer o'clock. Oh, you're right, dude. I love a cerveza after a show. You sure do. And you get that same cerveza every time, don't you? That's right. I drink one type of beer and one type of beer only. My Corona. Someone's done that. Yeah, Someone that feels like it's that. commercial from the 80s. Yeah. Well... I haven't heard it. It might be parallel thinking. We might have wrote it. If not, this segment is brought to you by Corona. 
Light. Thank you. And yeah. if you get sued, email uh, johnmilheiser at gmail.com. Yeah. That's, uh, we're guessing that's what it is. It might not be, but we're guessing that's what it, it is. Probably is that. Yeah. But uh, you always get corona. You had a corona mishap the other day, I believe, didn't you, Jason? I did. Yeah. You know when you order a corona, you're supposed to get something with it? Well, the other night, my bartender forgot. So I walked right up to him and I said, Where is my lime? Thank you. you. And I gave it to me. Thank God I got that lime. Can't do it without it. No, they, you, you can't do it without it, can you? No. You love that fruit. I love a lime. Adam, have you ever bitten into a lime? Mm-hmm. You know what your face does? Yeah, no one can see that pucker face at home, but they can imagine that's what you did. Wow, that's what happens, man. But, uh, you know, I like beers, and sometimes I go a little too far with it. You that. drank a few too many beers the other night. I know you did. Oh, yeah. You saw me the next morning. I was a little hungover. I had, uh, I had the shakes. I had the sweats. Nausea. But I don't have one thing, Adam. What's that? I ain't got no diarrhea. Thank you. I feel pretty good. I'm feeling pretty fit after yeah. all that, you know? But, you know, got lucky. Yeah, so I think I'm going to stop drinking so much, man. Uh, well, what are you going to do instead? You need a vice, Jason. I don't know. Probably start smoking weed again. Oh, you got to be careful with that, man. You're a singer now, you know? That's right. I don't want that harsh pipe and those harsh joints. You know what I'm going to do? What's that? Vape me. Thank you. Yeah, a little Easier pineapple. on the throat? Yeah, sure. Much better for me as a professional singer. Yeah, but you got to be careful smoking the weed because you know how most of the time you're putting together all that furniture. That's true. I've always put together furniture. That's Adam. like what you do all the time. I've always put together furniture. I get high and I order stuff on Ikea.com and then I can't put it together because I'm too stoned. I used to have tools inside of my shed, but I can't find my leather man. Makes it so hard to put together that furniture, Jason. Yeah, so that's what I was doing on a Friday. I was trying to put together an Ikea desk. Sure. What were you doing? You know, Jason, I was doing the same thing I do every single Friday. What's that, Adam? Knitting with my grandma. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. Fuck you, I won't sew what you told me. So what you told me? Fuck you, I won't so what you told me. I know the sweater fits, cause I tried it on today. Thank you. You know I love a nice winter wear. I love sweaters. Living in LA, you can't wear a sweater like you used to in the East Coast. And I love winter wear. I love the hats, I love the the, the sweaters, I love the coats, I love gloves. You love keeping those hands warm. I love gloves so much, Adam. You know that. There's uh we do have a little bit of problems with you with that winter wear though. Cause I would do anything for gloves, but I won't wear hats. You never wear a hat. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, guys, check us out at the merch table, and make sure to check us out at comedy.com. Thank you guys so much. we got to get you a hat, Jason. Thank you. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.